In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Hope you're having a good day. I want you to know today that the Lord knows the number of hairs on your head. And he knows all about you. And that if he cares for the sparrows, that if one falls to the ground, he knows it. You are worth much more than a flock of sparrows. You are worth the blood, the blood of Jesus. Oh yes, the blood of Jesus. You are worth the blood of the Lamb. I'm reading from Luke 8, verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Wherever Jesus goes, there's going to be crowds. They're not only waiting for Jesus, they're waiting to be healed. They're waiting to be delivered. They're waiting that God would do something for them. I'm telling you, things have not changed. I just received a call from a woman that her mother has a little growth on her ear, and they're going to see if it's cancerous and she's upset. Well, I'd be upset too, but I say no cancer in the name of Jesus. No cancer in the name. People need people to tell them the truth and to pray for them. So they were all gathered around waiting for him. Just then there came a man named Jairus, a leader of the synagogue. He fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had only an only daughter, about 12 years old, who was dying. You must remember that when people received infections, like today we get them cured quickly, they didn't have a cure for infections. And so many people died from the infection. So they sought Jesus. Oh, do we seek Jesus in our infirmity? We go to the best doctors, but do we seek Jesus? Because he is the healer. He is the healer. As he went, the crowds pressed in on him. Wherever Jesus goes, there's going to be crowds because people are desperate. Are you desperate today? Are desperate for the touch of the Lord? Now, there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years, woman trouble. And though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could cure her. She came before him or behind him and touched the frim of his clothes, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. How did she touch Jesus? She touched him with faith. Listen to the apostles. Then Jesus asked, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowd surrounding you pressed in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. Someone touched me with faith. 
Are you touching Jesus with faith today? Are you leaving things in his hands today? Who touched me? But Jesus said, someone touched me, and I noticed that power had gone out from me. When the woman saw that she, when the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling and falling down before Jesus. She declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, he said to her, daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This is faith. She touched him with faith. There were, everybody else was touching him, but not with faith. They weren't healed. We touch Jesus with faith, and things begin to happen. Before Jesus healed anyone, he demanded faith. What did he tell this woman? Your faith has healed you. Jesus demands faith from me, from you, from us. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And unless we're simple like a child, we cannot really enter into the kingdom. This woman's simplicity is so beautiful. Maybe she knew in her heart, maybe she knew by the miracles, but she knew that she knew. Just like you know that you know that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. And if she could just get her hand on Jesus, that she would be healed. I was just thinking this woman must have had to persevere to get near Jesus. Think of all the people in the crowds that were pressed around him. And she got to him. You know, what will we do to get to Jesus? What will I do? I would like to think I would persevere and I'd do anything to get into God's presence. It's a matter of the heart. When we crave Jesus more than anything, when we crave his intimacy, his presence, he gives us the gift of faith. We want to operate through Mary's faith and knowing that Jesus is the Son of Man. And we say, let it be done to me, Jesus, as according to your word. Let it be done unto me according to your word. O oh Lord, how much we need you. And you know, this woman knew that she needed Jesus. She had been going to doctors, and the doctors could not heal her. She was desperate. She was desperate. It's good to be desperate, because we can reach out to the Lord Jesus Christ, because he has a healing for us. Things have not changed. God still heals his people. Things have not changed. God still heals his people. I talked to you about the young woman who came to me with three weeks to live, and we prayed over her liver, and her liver was completely healed of cancer. But a year later, the cancer came back, and the Lord gave her a whole year to know that he loved her and the woman died. The woman died. I don't understand it. I know she was clear of cancer in the liver. In, in the liver. Yes, the doctor said it. No cancer in the liver. It's gone. Where did it go? 
and then a year later it comes back and takes her life. But she had a year, a whole year, to deal with the gratitude that she had for Jesus. Let me continue. And how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And I, I think that's one of the things that God wants to give us, is that peace that passes understanding in knowing Jesus, that peace. And while he was still speaking, someone came to the leader's house to say, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any longer. When Jesus heard this, he replied, do not fear. Only believe that she will be saved. When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother, who were all weeping and wailing for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. This is the crowd outside. But they laughed at him, knowing that she had been dead. But he took her by the hand and called out, Child, get up. Her spirit returned, and she got up at once. Then he directed them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astounded, but he ordered them to tell no one what had happened. Well, everyone's going to know it. Whenever someone tells, don't tell anyone, you can just rest assured that they're going to tell everyone. So I keep still with my confidences only to a few people because I know they're not going to tell anyone. But you see, give her something to eat. How human that is. I told you the story about the little girl who had anorexia. And she was as thin as a rail, a skeleton. And she thought she was fat. I knew that I couldn't talk her into something to eat. I knew that. I knew all the things I had was not going to touch her. So I gave her the scriptures. I said, open the scriptures and point to something. And what does she point to? Give her something to eat. I said to her, what would you like to have? She said, a vanilla frap. I said, you see, this is what God wants you to do. I didn't tell you anything about eating because I knew that you wouldn't listen to me. But you opened the scriptures to give her something to eat because that's what God wants you to do, because he loves you. So they went and bought a vanilla frap. I never saw them again because I know she was healed. The Holy Spirit, he knows how to do things. And it's just that peace, that surrender and that peaceful obedience to what God is telling you to do. God knows you need healing and he's going to show you how to be healed. Jesus, I see it all the time too. You know, Jesus, he's the same today as he was in the Bible, and he's more, he's just as alive through the power of the Holy Spirit in your life than he was for these apostles. The biggest thing about 
healing too is just understanding that Jesus is doing it. Day by day, moment by moment, second by second, Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is drawing you closer and closer to the Father. He's making you more and more in His image. And even if you're having a tough day of suffering, you know, one of the saints said, those are the days that are marked in heaven. Those are the days that that bring us closest to God. But then, but then they pass, and then we get days of consolation and peace. But we just, you just want to understand that every day, everything that happens to you, Jesus is using it to draw you closer and closer to you. And he heals us not only in our souls, but Jesus can heal us in our bodies. But our souls are what are immortal. Our bodies are going to go, but your soul, your spirit, like those have eternal rewards for you. So just like this woman, continue to persevere today. Just persevere, push through. What's the crowd that the woman had to push through in your life? Is it your job? Is it your family? Push through whatever you have to push through. And just keep your eyes on Jesus. And eventually, you'll get your hands on him. And when you get your hands on him, he pours forth his Holy Spirit. He pours forth his love. He deposits heaven within you. And through that, healing comes. I once asked a person who had given her life to Jesus over 50 years. I said, what do you want me to pray for? She said, perseverance. Imagine, she wanted to persevere after living with Jesus for over 50 years. That's something that we all need because many of us get discouraged and say, you know what, I'm not going to persevere. But I ask for perseverance, Jesus, because I cannot do anything on my own. Do you know that on the 20th of January, that will be on the radio for 44 years. We've persevered. We've pers- by the grace of God, we've persevered, and we've seen God work. We get letters from people every day saying how we bless them, how they are blessed by hearing the broadcasts. You see, never did I think that beyond 44 years on the radio, but we persevered in season and out of season, when we felt it and when we didn't feel it. Perseverance is something that we all need. That's something we all should pray for. You say, but I'm young. Yes, you're young. You need to persevere in faith. Let's continue. Chapter 9, verse 1. Then Jesus called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all the demons to cure all diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. This authority has been given to the church, you and I, to go and heal the sick and cast out demons. This authority has been given to us, but do we use it? Do we use the authority? 
That's the question. Authority has been given you, but do you use it? Are you praying with people? Are you believing that God is going to work through your simple prayers? You don't have to be eloquent in your prayer. Just come right out and say what you need to do. Lord Jesus, I need to have faith and perseverance, and I'm going to believe that you are going to heal. I remember the first healing I received when I got a word of knowledge that someone had a mastoid in their ear, and I didn't even know what a mastoid was. This lady came to me days later and said that she had the mastoid and it broke and she was healed. That was the first one I've ever heard, and I've never had another mastoid being healed. It's very interesting. God is so wonderful. He does things despite our lack of confidence. Yes, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou moved, and it will be moved. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this valley, be filled up, and it will be filled up. I don't want to fill up bad valleys. I don't want to move mountains. I want to heal people. People are in need of the healing of Jesus, and he's given authority to me, to Anthony, to you. But if you don't use your authority, it's like a muscle. You lose it. You've got to exercise your authority and watch what God knows how to do. Not only do you have authority, but we have as believers responsibility. We have responsibility first to Jesus, then to Jesus' people and the people of this world. We have a responsibility to bring the kingdom of God down on earth as it is in heaven. We have the responsibility to, to go right to Jesus and pray to him and pray for the world. You know, maybe not everyone is an evangelist, you're going out, but everyone can pray. But everyone can pray, and truthfully, the power of prayer is the most powerful weapon in the world. You know, the people who probably change the world most are the nuns in the convents who maybe have never left. But they they prayed for the they prayed for the country, they prayed for the world, they prayed for the church. And prayer powers everything. Without prayer we're fruitless. You know, without prayer you can have no interior life. Without prayer you can have no power. Without prayer you we have nothing. We're as strong as our prayer life is. You know, prayer is it's like the jet fuel that propels us as Christians. It's when we don't pray, we're running on an empty tank. This is a word for some people. When you don't pray, you're running on empty in this world. And it's not this big religious duty. It's we need to be connected to God. You need to be connected to God. Jesus wants you to have intimacy with the Father through the power of Holy through the power of the Holy Spirit through prayer. Jesus wants to give you revelation when you pray. How can you know God's will if we're not in prayer with him? And there's many type of prayers. Often when we start prayer, we can just start with vocal prayer. God over the two thousand years has given the church 
thousands and thousands and thousands of wonderful prayers. If you haven't prayed a prayer in a while, start with the Surrender Novena. I love that prayer. Surrender Novena. And then later on, we go to meditation and contemplative prayer and in the rosary. God will take you through all of it. The, but it's just the devil attacks your prayer life first. And you're as strong as your prayer life is. So when you pe see these people doing miracles and wonders and doing things for the kingdom of God, it's because they're drenched and they're soaked in the presence of God. And when you're soaked in the presence of God, then you can only release what you have. And God wants you to release waves and waves and waves of his glory. But there's two ways to get that. You go where the glory is, amen. But you need to have your own prayer life with the Lord, your own devotional, your own secret life in the, with the Lord. What you do in secret, the Lord said he rewards in public. And we don't do it for reward, but what you do in secret, the Lord reveals in the public to glorify himself. But it's all about that secret life that Jesus wants you to, to develop with him. I remember being in Assisi by the tomb of St. Francis, and Bush was running for president, and the Lord told me, Bush is going to come in. And then he told me something else, that someone was having a child and that she'd have a miscarriage. That's exactly what happened. And he told me something else. After the mischild, miscarriage, she would have another baby. And she did. She had John. God speaks to us when he wants to. Sometimes I say, Lord, you're the quiet man. You're not speaking. But he speaks to his word. He speaks to people. He speaks to creation. Just think of creation. How wonderful it is. I don't know if you've noticed, but the days are getting longer. This is something. God has things in hand. The days are getting longer. It's not dark at 4 o'clock anymore. Thanks be to God. Days are getting longer. It's wonderful. God knows how to do things. And we need to just reaffirm in our minds and our hearts, this is what God is doing. I thank you. I praise you. I bless you. We take for granted the seasons. But the seasons are all ordered by the Lord. Oh, yes. You say, I love the fall. I say, I love the summer. That's what I love. I love the summer, and I love the spring. That's what I love. But it's all from God. It's not from me. It's not from you. It's from God. He makes the spring. He makes the summer. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. 
Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You have been created to be loved by God and to love God. Jesus has a plan for your life. And I'm telling you who don't believe that, that he has a plan for your life. Ask him to show you that plan. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.